The Chicago Bears have a very big game coming up this weekend in Week 13 against the Detroit Lions. And whether they win or lose, there are going to be a lot of questions stemming both before and after the game. Today, we're going to do our best to answer some of those for you guys in our Week 13 installment of Fan Mail Friday. You guys submitted questions via Instagram and YouTube, and today we're here to answer them for you. So let's hop right into it. Welcome back to the channel, guys. As you can see, we've got the overlay change for Fan Mail Friday, so trying to make things look a little better around here. But welcome back, uh, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. 2020 coming to a close. It's been an incredible year for us, and we're going to keep covering this season for you, no matter how bad it might get. I am your host, Chris Malpe. To the right of me, I am joined by both of my co-hosts, Par Shaw and Jalen McClinton. Guys, how's it going? Happy Friday. Doing pretty good. Uh, just, you know, waiting for the day to end. I guess it's already 3.20, but, you know, just chilling. And, yeah. You know, same here. And just enjoying my Friday. Let's talk some Bears football. Yeah. Let's hop right into it. So we've got seven hand-selected questions uh, from Instagram and YouTube today to answer about the Bears' this game against the Lions. Some of them have to do with the rest of the season. Some of them obviously have to do with this game moving forward. So let's hop right into them. First question we've got, I'm pretty sure Parth and Jalen, you guys will be able to see him on the screen. This first question comes from your boy, Vince. He asks, on a grade scale, how do you think Mitchell Trubisky performs this weekend? Um, I'll go first. I think uh, probably a B or a B plus. You know, he's someone who has succeeded against the Lions in the past, and you would have to assume that the Lions are going to be very hurt, uh, very down this weekend. They put Desmond Trufant on IR. Jeff Okuda, uh, as of Friday afternoon, has been ruled out for this game. They've been allowing 275.1 passing yards per game to opposing quarterbacks. We saw Trubisky lead that miraculous comeback in week one against them where we were down 17 heading into the fourth quarter. Uh, but, yeah, they, you know, they, they've got Deshaun Hand, their defensive end, starting out. Danny Shelton also on IR, their starting defensive tackle. Both of those two being out more so helps the run game, but also prevents Detroit from getting better pass rush against a weak Bears' offensive line. But, yeah, as I said, they've been allowing 275 passing yards per game. Um, I'm not going to say my stat prediction for Trubisky right now because I know that's coming on uh, later in the show. But I'd say Mitch this weekend, I'll pro probably end up giving him like a, uh, I would hope, uh, a B plus on a grade scale. So Parth, I'm going to pass it uh, to the middle to you now. What would you hope Mitchell Trubisky's grade scale performance this weekend ends up being? Um, I hope at least it's like a B plus, like you said. Um, you know, this Lions team is depleted. Lots of injuries in the secondary. Uh, they've already been giving up a lot of yards, even without injuries. So you know, when they're backups, and in the first game we saw Trubisky be able to, you know, in the fourth quarter throw three touchdowns and lead the Bears to a comeback. So you know, he usually brings his A game against the Lions. So I expect him to have another good game against Lions. So I'm probably gonna go with a B plus here. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, no Jeff Okuda, no Jeff Okuda, no Desmond Trufant. So. Jalen, you already said it, but are we in agreement here? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with a, a B, B plus as well. You know, Mitchell has his ups and downs when he plays against the Lions, like every single time except like one time back in 2018 where he had a perfect game the whole game. So um, I'm going to go with a B here. You know, he might start off slow and, and just pick it up in, for the rest of the game, but I'm going to go with a B here as well. Yeah. Heading into this next question, this is an interesting one. This one comes from Super Yoshiron underscore 18. He says, if the Bears lose to the Lions, should they fire Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace? Uh, I think that should happen anyways if the team doesn't make the playoffs. Uh, no matter what happens this game, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs anyways. But uh, if they lose this game, it surely won't help Pace and Nagy's cases. 
Uh, but I still don't think any moves are going to happen until after the season. It it doesn't really make sense anyways if this team's not going to be competitive. Uh, you know, we obviously see the Jets with Adam Gase. You know, the three teams that have made a move this season, midseason, are the Texans, the Lions, and the Falcons. And while they've had winning records with their interim head coaches, uh, I hope that doesn't bode well for the Lions, but um, – while they've had winning uh, records with their interim head coaches, if, if the Bears do lose to the Lions, I would say the season's officially over. So it doesn't make sense to dump Pace or Nagy until after the season's over. Um, but losing this one surely doesn't help their case. And I'm sure, uh, you know, just in general, if, if they don't make the playoffs, it doesn't really help their case whatsoever. So, Parth, I'm passing it to you. If the Bears lose to the Lions, uh, does that boost your confidence rating that Pace and Nagy are gone after the season? I'd hope they're gone after the game if they lose to the Lions. But, you know, we've seen uh, McCaskey not fire any coaches so far during the season for the, as, as the Bears owner, so I doubt that happens. But, um, you know, uh, we don't know how hot their actual seat is. You know, Matt Nagy said he's actually, he feels comfortable with where he's at, you know, with his job. So maybe he's been hearing things from, you know, up top that, you know, your job is fine. You know, you don't have to worry about 2021. And we don't know that while well, we're making up all these, uh, you know, situations. But... If if I if I if they do lose to the Lions this week, I at least hope one of them is gone next year. Yeah, and we saw a report from Pro Football Network early on in the season when the Bears were doing better that Pace and Aggie were gonna at least be here until the end of the 2020-2021 season, but we've seen some flurries throughout the year that Pace has endeared himself to the McCaskey family, so he's fine, but Nagy's on the hot seat. We've also seen stuff where they both might go because apparently the McCaskey family is enraged with the state of the team. So we'll really see. I do know that uh, throughout time, uh, the McCaskey family is three for three in firing coaches when they lose five straight games in the middle of the season when they're with a winning record. Uh, kudos to Zach Rimbus, our video editor for that. He posted on Instagram a couple of days ago. So that doesn't bode too well considering the Bears have lost five in a row, but I don't think the change happens midseason. So Jalen, uh, you've been one generally, I feel like, to support Nagy and Pace a little bit more than Parth and I in the past. So if they lose this one, what do you think? Uh, how do you think it affects their case for keeping or losing their jobs next offseason? It, it definitely doesn't help their case at all. You know, they're already on a five game losing streak. And if we lose this, this game to a team that's already depleted without their best receiver, two of their top corners. Uh, they just fired their head coach, you know, last week. So this is not going to be uh, – uh, this is not going to help their resume at all if they want to stay the head coach and GM of this team. So um, personally, like I said, I'm not going to – I'm not a fan of firing Pace and Aggie after this year uh, unless we, like, completely lose out and go 5-11. and 11. Um, but definitely after this game, I, I will start to change my mind if we lose to this Lions team because I, I already I feel like we, we could have beat a lot of these teams that we played so far uh, that we lost to on this five-game losing streak, but this is this team is not one of them that we should lose to. We're a way better team than this one, uh, even with a depleted offensive line and uh, the injuries that we're facing right now in bad quarterback play. I mean, I would probably still be decently confident if the Lions had all their pieces. The Bears aren't going to play Kenny Galladay at all uh, in 2020. He's missing his fifth straight game here. Uh, they're missing Jeff Okuda again, who had struggled earlier on in the season and I'm sure would struggle against Allen Robinson a decent bit. But he's going to be out as well. Trufant out, two big pieces of their defensive lineouts. Uh, DeAndre Swift hasn't practiced in two days with an illness. So if he goes, he might be a little rusty, but uh, we shall see. I, I surely hope the Bears would win this one. And obviously, we'll get to our picks uh, tomorrow in our pregame show. But Heading on to another question. Before we get into more questions about the game, we're going to go one more about the season. If we lose this, the season officially over. Uh, I'll, I'll start first. Yes, it is. Uh, the only way the Bears' the season isn't over, in my mind, 
is if they win out, sure, they could be 9-7, and seven and that would be great. But uh, they don't have a tiebreaker, I believe, against the Cardinals because they've beaten the Rams. They don't have the tiebreaker against the Rams themselves. Uh, I'm not sure how the 49ers play into there, and there's some other teams around there, uh, including the Minnesota Vikings that could finish around the, the same spot that uh, – I think if if the Bears lose once more, it really doesn't matter too. If it's in Week 17 versus Green Bay, or if it's next week versus the Houston Texans, or this week versus the Detroit Lions, I do believe the season's over. So, Parth, uh, if, if we lose this week or any other week of the season, uh, can we call it quits? Yeah, I I think we can. Uh, I have officially already called it quits, like in my own head. But you know, a lot of Bears fans are still holding on to that last piece of hope. But I doubt we actually finish the season uh, with a 5-0 and record. It's really hard, especially when you're on a five-game losing streak right now. I mean, that would be quite the up and down for the season. Yeah. If you take a look at the Bears' next four, I mean, you got another matchup with Minnesota where a lot of things could be corrected. Even though Kirk Cousins has been playing better this season, I'll give him that. Uh, you've got a Jacksonville team that's, that's uh, in this mail. They haven't been playing great at all. And you've also got the Houston Texans who, while they have been playing better, uh, their season is, is most definitely over. And then also the Detroit Lions, who just fired their head coach, and seems like they're going to be heading into a hard reboot soon. So, you know, you got four or five that are pretty winnable, and then you've got Green Bay, which I assume would be the nail in the coffin, unless they clinch a playoff spot and they start Jordan Love. Uh, so I, I guess, hypothetically, maybe win two of these and I could get myself invested again somehow. Uh, but if the Bears lose a game, I think the season's definitely over. So. Jalen, I'm going to pass it back around to you. If the Bears lose one more this season, if they lose one against Detroit this weekend, is the season over? Yeah, definitely. Uh, at five and seven, we we still could potentially win out and go and go nine and seven. But I don't think that that gets us into the playoffs, even with the seven uh, with the seven playoff season. Unless it's eight, possibly that could. But uh, no, it, I think you got to yeah. get to ten if you want to make it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why I'm, I still have a little optimism that we we can still make the playoffs. But uh, if we lose this game, the season is definitely going to be over. We we're probably going to continue to play Mitch and just look for next season and uh, look look to the towards the draft. All right. Well, let's head into another question about Trubisky. I spoke about his stat line earlier. This one comes from Osmank 4 He asks, "What do you guys think uh, Trubisky's stat line will look like?" Uh, I'll probably go. Uh, the Detroit's allowing 275 passing yards per game. I'll go a little bit under that. I'll probably go 260 passing yards. Let's go three touchdowns and one interception. Uh, maybe two interceptions, but I'll be a little nicer to Mitch, and he's played well against the Lions in the past. So uh, I'm going to go 260 passing yards. I can't give you a prediction for rushing yards, but uh, three total touchdowns, maybe one on the ground, uh, as well as an interception. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it along to you now. Uh, how do you think Mitch does in this one? I'm going to go, let's say, 240 passing yards, uh, touchdown passing, touchdown rushing, and then an interception. Okay, so you've got 240, two touchdowns, and an interception. Jalen, circling back around to you now, what's your prediction for how 10 does in this one? Well, since 10 isn't like really averages three touchdowns a game, um, and they're already down two two pieces on their secondary, I'm going to go 250 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a W for Mitchell Trubisky. I'd be nice. Uh, you know, uh, I'll mention Will on this because the last time our contributor, Will Pembroke, wrote is when the Bears beat the Panthers. He hasn't written until this week. Uh, he got busy with schoolwork, and the Bears have lost every time since he's written. So, uh, yeah, uh, maybe maybe him coming back will boost the Bears over the top here. Maybe it's just a, uh, a stigma thing. So Hopefully. Shout out Pembroke. Yes, shout out Pembroke for sure. 
He's a legend. A lot of people here working hard behind the scenes. But heading into our next question, and he answered a ton of these on social media, uh, so you can go over to our website. We'll talk about it later in the episode uh, and check out what he had to answer to some of these questions. But this next question comes from Anders, uh, Andrew Villarule. He says, should the Bears give Riley Ridley more chances? Uh, I don't even think that's a question at this point. I think Javon Williams is a healthy scratch for the rest of the season. Probably gets cut after the season, if I'm being completely honest. Um, and, and I do think Riley Ridley gets more chances. Obviously, we've seen Darnell Mooney ex- exceed expectations. We've seen Anthony Miller like tweets about going other places, as well as Javon Wims. So who's no, who knows what's happened with them uh, in the upcoming offseason. Uh, both of those players have been pretty inconsistent. And Ridley hasn't gotten a fair share ever since he's arrived in Chicago. I believe a third, uh, actually a fourth-round pick uh, the year David Montgomery was selected. So, I would love to see really get more chances. I think he's going to be on the active roster for the rest of the season over whims. Uh, and yeah, we've seen him ha- have, uh, I think two or three catches since he's, since he's joined the team. So Barth, I'm passing it to you now. Uh, you've been a big rally Ridley guy for a while. We haven't seen him put up much production at all ever since he's come to Chicago, but with Javon whims out now and that whole situation looming, do you think Ridley deserves a lot more shots? Yeah, I definitely, I think it's an obvious answer. Um, you know, with, Mooney questionable for the game, actually. Um, so is Allen Robinson. Um, I think Ridley gets uh, more chances regardless of what the personnel is out there. I think he's going to be involved more in the offense in the couple weeks of the season. Um, he's got a lot to prove um, to other teams as well. You know, he's he might be fighting for a contract uh, for, for his next team, but I think he has potential that the Bears can maybe discover in the last couple games of the season. Yeah, tapping into it would be nice, and Ridley's actually put together – Two decent games, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, he had an 18-yard catch against the Tennessee Titans on a third and 16. We all remember that uh, at the end of the game when the Bears were fighting back. Two catches for 23 yards in that game. Didn't do anything in the Minnesota game, uh, but he had two receptions for 16 yards against Green Bay. And throughout his career in Chicago, he only has 10 receptions for 108 yards, 10.8 yards per catch. A long catch of 32 that came against Minnesota in 2019 uh, and zero touchdowns. So uh, we didn't see anything from him in 2018 either. But Jalen, you've also been someone uh, to speak highly of whims, but not only whims, you've also been a, a Riley Ridley fan throughout your time. Seems like whims might be done for the season as uh, some discipline for what happened, obviously, a couple of weeks ago against the New Orleans Saints. So do you think Ridley gets more chances moving forward? I, I definitely feel like Ridley deserves more chances. Like you said, he's probably going to be – uh, you know, active over Javon Williams for the for the for the remainder of this season. Um, you know, due to you know the stuff against the Saints. So I didn't feel like he, he deserves more chances. You know, he showed some flashes this season. I um, mean, he showed some flashes in his rookie season as well. But he definitely earned the opportunity uh, to to at least get a um, you know opportunity to show that that he can play for us. Yeah, uh, I definitely think he deserves it moving forward, and I definitely think. Uh, he'll be able to get more chances moving forward. So heading into the next question, and this one's probably one of the most pressing questions all season, and we haven't really gotten around to it. I'm sure probably if he doesn't do anything this weekend, we'll make a video about it next week. But this question is, will Robert Quinn wake up this week? It comes from Trevor Paluski. You know, we take a look at Robert Quinn this year. He's got 13 tackles, uh, I believe two sacks and two forced fumbles. Uh, the only credit, uh, The only category I'd really give him credit in uh, is the forced fumbles category. He had one against the Giants, also one at the end of the Rams game that Eddie Jackson returned for a touchdown. Uh, but the answer to this question is, unfortunately, probably not. You know, Quinn hasn't produced much at all this year. There are several reasons for that. He's no spring chicken. Uh, he's old and past his prime, and this, unfortunately, seems to be the year where he 
uh, takes a step back, and the whole defense in general doesn't seem too motivated to play. So uh, I'm not too confident that Robert Quinn's going to show up anytime. The unfortunate part of his deal, we can get out of it after 2021, not so much after 2020, but if you actually look at his deal, he's only getting paid $6 million this year. He's getting so much more money in 2021 and 2022 if we end up keeping him. It's a very front-loaded deal uh, that puts the money in the back end, or excuse me, a back-loaded deal that puts the money in the back end. Uh, so I guess the only nice thing about that is he's not getting paid a ton uh, to be able to show this little of production. But uh, I've still been quite disappointed by him, especially you see Leonard Floyd has like eight or nine sacks with the Rams right now. Of course he does. I mean, I don't like to dwell in the past, but – we saw that experiment didn't work out too well in Chicago, but I don't think Robert Quinn wakes up this week. Uh, you know, he's been decent in some situations. He's made some big tackles in some of these games, but it, it's been quite the disappointment watching him all season. So, Parth, do you think Robert Quinn has any sort of resurgence uh, against the Lions? Uh, I, don't, I don't. I'm not going to hope for anything. Um, you know, he's been struggling all year, only a sack on the year, which is pretty much. Um, terrible i mean considering what we're paying him in 2019 he had 11 and a half sacks this year with chicago he only has one sack i think a lot of it also falls on our scheming you know he's been playing four three his almost his whole entire career and whenever he's been playing on a three four defense you know his numbers have taken a toll uh he doesn't get as many sacks so you know chuck pagano's three four defense it's a switch up from dallas's four three and i think that explains why his sack numbers have fallen uh, i think that's something we talked about earlier in the year when we recorded uh i think when we signed him too, I, I don't know if you remember that, Chris. Yeah, a long time ago. Quarantine was yeah. long for me. <laughs> Jalen, uh, we've only seen two sacks, two forced fumbles from Robert Quinn this year. Do you think, uh, with the amount he's getting paid, he he adds anything to those numbers this weekend against the Lions? Uh, I'm a, I'm a go with you guys. I'm not I'm not looking forward to it, or I'm not gonna expect him to show up this week because I expect him to show up week three after he like little the first play. Uh, of his, I guess in his Bears to be, it was a yeah. strip back on, on Daniel Jones that we recovered and got points out of. So, I basically after that we haven't seen much of Robert Quinn. I guess a forced fumble versus the LA Ram to, to get a touchdown on the board because the offense wasn't going to do it. So, you know, I'm not going to expect nothing out of out of Robert Quinn. You know, it's been it's week 13. He hasn't done nothing since week two. So, I'm I'm not expecting much. Yeah, uh, neither am I, unfortunately. But it would be nice if he showed up this week. You know, uh, we thought earlier this week that we weren't going to see Khalil Mack on the injury report, but he did end up showing up with a back injury, and I'm sure Mack will play. He's played when he's been listed as questionable multiple times throughout this season. But uh, it, it would be nice to see Robert Quinn step up in this one because we definitely need to get some more pressure. Parth mentioned that the scheming's been weird a, a lot last week, dropping uh, everyone but three in the coverage. Uh, and that definitely falls on Chuck Pagano. But uh, the scheming defensively has been weird this season, and it hasn't played in Robert Quinn's favor at all. So finally, we've got one more question to answer before we close this one off. This comes from Low Ma 2 He says, will David Montgomery find Pater this weekend? I actually believe he will. I think David Montgomery will score a touchdown this weekend. Uh, we saw David Montgomery break out his longest run as a career uh, in his career as a Bear uh, last week against Green Bay, a 57-yarder. I really like what the Bears are doing within the interior offensive linemen that they have right now. It'll be nice once they have James uh, Daniels back next year, but uh, moving forward, I like Sam Mustafer at center. Uh, I'm perfectly cool with that. I think he's been really good throughout the season, and they moved Cody Whitehair over to guard, uh, his natural position. Cody Whitehair's play has definitely dropped off more so uh, this season, but it hasn't been as noticeable, and we saw Mustafer and Whitehair open up a great hole for Montgomery in that first play uh, against Green Bay where he took it all the way down to the Green Bay 8. So 
I do think David Montgomery has another solid week. Uh, he had 13 carries for 64 yards, uh, 4.9 yards per carry in week one against the Detroit Lions. And obviously we see two starting uh, defensive linemen, Danny Shelton, the most important one, out for the Lions this weekend. So I definitely think uh, it's, it's a good week for David Montgomery, and I hope that O-line continues to prosper uh, because I, I, I've criticized it all year, but I do like what they did to it this week. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it back around to you. We saw David Montgomery break out the longest Bears run since Halloween 2016 when Jordan Howard had a 69-yarder against the Vikings uh, last week against the Packers with a 57-yarder. So do you think he scores this weekend? Uh, yeah, I think so, honestly. Um, you know, Montgomery's been playing a lot better recently. So is his offensive line, like you said, you know, with Sam Mustafer up there with Whitehair. Yeah, um, I think those two have been done a, done a really good job in the interior part of the offensive line. And I think uh, Montgomery has another great game against this Lions defense, um, which is definitely not one of the best out there so yeah and they've been allowing 133 rushing yards per game to opposing running backs you know we've seen a good year for Montgomery I will say one place where he has improved is his yards per carry he's he's always one of the top players in the league in breaking tackles we we know him for being able to do that and the amount of times he has to do that with this offensive line is tough so he's got four yards per carry I don't essentially think that's terrible I think it could be a little bit better if he wants to raise his play but he's only got one touchdown on the season, uh, but he's also been pretty good in the receiving game. You know, 35 receptions for him. Uh, he's got 575 total yards on the ground. I'm not sure how many all-purpose yards, but Jalen, do you think we see David Montgomery find pay dirt this weekend? I've never heard anybody refer to a touchdown as that. So, like, when I first saw that question, I was like, what is that? But, uh, yeah, I definitely feel like he scores. Or I feel like he can have a big game against the Lions. Um, he had a, a decent game week one against them, you know, that gave us hope that we were going to have a, a, run, a running game or a decent run attack to, to take some pressure off their QBs. But obviously that was just like false hoping. Basically after that, we can see a run game uh, up until last week, I feel like. So, yeah, I definitely feel like he can have a big game, especially with Danny Shelton, who's their nose tackle and who's a great run, uh, who's a great run defender. Um, you know, David David's had, played, had a very good game last week uh, coming off his coming off his concussion, and I feel like he can keep that up against uh, this, this Lions defense. Yeah, 103 rushing yards for Montgomery last week, so it would be nice for him to keep that up. Uh, obviously, we all know how good he would probably be with a good offensive line, and we're going to have to wait for 2021 to see if he can improve. But thank you guys so much for listening in to our Week 13 episode of Fan Mail Friday. We've got one more podcast coming to you guys. Uh, we've got, obviously, our uh, pregame show coming out tomorrow on Saturday, and then we will live stream the game on Sunday and obviously put up our postgame show our initial reactions and thoughts after the game. So if you guys want more content from us, head over to our website, beardown.com. I mentioned it earlier. Will Pembroke, uh, who writes for us, he was on the website. Uh, he answered a couple other of your guys' questions uh, before the Bears game. So uh, do us a favor. If you have some extra time, go over, check out our website. We're posting a ton of Week 13 coverage. And if you did ask us a question, it could be in that article. So be sure to check out for that. If you guys want to follow us on social media, you can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. Uh, we're doing our Christmas giveaway very soon. We want to give back to you guys as much as possible. So we're going to be doing that uh, in a couple of weeks, giving away a couple of Christmas-themed items, uh, Bears items to you guys. So be sure to look out for that. Free to enter giveaways. We're going to announce them on our social media. And finally, you can find all of our social media down in the description as well our instagram and twitter pages it's a great way to interact with us we're active on all of the platforms and it's just a great follow so be sure to check those out parsha jalen mcclinton the weekend 
coming to a close, uh, or I guess just starting, but with, with how fast things move, uh, definitely coming to a close soon. Any last words before we close this one out? Um, I don't know what I got for you guys, but um, like Chris said, just follow us on Twitter. Uh, I've been acting on Twitter, active on Twitter almost. We've been good on Twitter this time. year. We hopped yeah, on Twitter for the have. first time this year. It's been a lot of fun. So it's been fun. Uh, it's been growing pretty slowly, but I've been enjoying the ride. Uh, so yeah, if you guys are, are on Twitter, make sure to drop all three of us a follow. I think we're all pretty good follows. Yeah, definitely for me because I don't post on Instagram anymore. <laughs> I, don't well, really, I don't even look at Instagram. But, uh, other than that, bear down and uh, tune into the stream on Sunday. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, the Ooh. stream will be fun. Uh, hopefully tomorrow for the pregame show, I'm not too woozy. I have to go get a procedure done on my back tomorrow morning. I have a herniated disc, so I will be getting injections, and I will be getting sedated, so – Hopefully I'll be good to record the pregame show unless we're doing it early. Uh, but that should be interesting. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the stream on Sunday. Hopefully the Bears can bounce back. Uh, that would make quite the good weekend, especially if my Iowa Hawkeyes win, if uh, Indiana can find a way to win. Actually, no, I think Indiana, they, they're going to get canceled. Uh, no, we are playing uh, against Wisconsin. Minnesota Northwestern got canceled. But, uh, yeah, it could be a good weekend if the Bears win because I'm getting too used to them losing, and that's never a good feeling. So, once again, guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, be sure to look out for our pregame show coming out tomorrow. We also do have a uh, special mixtape coming out tomorrow night on YouTube. But, as always, do us a favor and stay safe in Bear Down. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.